0: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
1: Well, let's talk a little more baseball now. Bring in Derek Carter He is developer of the Bat-X StatCast-based prediction model. Also has one for football called The Blitz. He's works for, has appeared on ESPN Fox Sports. Works for Roto Grinders. And listen to this. This is an impressive resume. He is the only active fantasy writer to have graduated from Major League Baseball's scout school, which he blends with his statistical background to form a complete picture of a player. This is way above my pay grade. Good morning, Derek. How are you? So let me ask you about your background first. How did you get into this? I, when I was in graduate school, I had to do a little bit of statistical analysis as part of my thesis, and I thought, "Ooh, I know a lot about numbers." Compared to what you do, I like it blows my mind. So, how did you go down this road?
2: Yeah, I mean, I was always good at math in school. You know, uh, honor roll, the whole the whole thing. Um, and I read Moneyball by Michael Lewis, and I realized, hey, you can blend this with sports, which was pretty cool. So uh, I started writing for a site called the Hardball Times. They eventually got bought up by FanGraphs, I uh, wrote for a while with Baseball Prospectus, and uh, things just kind of snowballed. You know, I worked with a lot of really smart people, a lot of people who are now in Major League front offices, making decisions for Major League teams, uh, you know, learned a lot of great things, and, you know, started developing my own stuff along the way, and it's, uh, it's gone pretty well so far
0: feels like you can't hide from stats when it comes to baseball they are such a huge part of baseball now I wonder why baseball is so driven by numbers as opposed to other sports because there's stats in other sports but it feels like baseball like there's a thousand stats and they're pretty good and people use them even front office executives so why do you think baseball lends itself to the numbers
2: I think just the nature of the game you know if you talk about a sport like Football, there's numbers and and football analysts are are slowly kind of coming along, but there's more, I guess, dynamics to it. You have 22 guys on the field, you know, you have to isolate the impact of the quarterback with the receiver and how do you tease apart, you know, who's responsible for what and then the offensive line and everything else where baseball pitcher throws the ball, batter hits the ball, fielder fields the ball. It's oversimplified, but it's all kind of self-contained, you know, it starts, it stops and then it starts again. Whereas, you know, a sport like basketball is just kind of continuous motion or hockey or soccer. They're all the same thing. Where baseball, it's very self contained. Uh, it's a little bit easier to kind of isolate uh, who's contributing to what.
1: We're talking with Derek Carty, who works for Roto Grinders. He's also appeared on ESPN, Fox Sports, and he is the developer of the BatX StatCast based prediction model. So, Derek, how is this model in particular different from, say, some sort of proprietary? algorithm what makes your model unique
2: so i mean the the main things is that it looks at many years of data it evaluates how many years back is important to go it accounts for aging factors it accounts for sample sizes and noise and variance uh and it accounts for context it accounts for so mm-hmm. many different things you guys were talking before i came on about umpires it accounts for umpires because umpires are important when we're projecting what's going to happen on a daily basis um, you know, Angel Hernandez comes back and, and the bat knows, okay, he's behind the plate today. I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to project based on Angel Hernandez being behind the plate. And it accounts for park factors and it accounts for weather and it accounts for platoon splits and it accounts for uh, the exact defensive alignment and catcher pitch framing and all sorts of stuff that, uh, you know, impacts what's going to happen on the field. So ideally, you're kind of capturing all these different factors and you're able to project what's going to happen. A little bit more accurately than somebody who's trying to eyeball it or using you know less sophisticated methods
0: all right so now you've sold me on you know your stuff (laughs) i think we'll give that to you Uh, how do betters use this to their advantage and what type of things is this model good at predicting
2: so because of the way it works it projects everything it projects everything from strikeouts which are super popular all the way down to sacrifice hits and sacrifice, sacrifice flies and catcher interference, which there are no betting markets for, but it projects everything in order to get a complete picture of how the game's gonna play out. And so the best way to use it is to pick a market that you, you think you might wanna bet, strikeouts, hits, home runs, stolen bases, whatever it may be. Uh, over at EV Analytics, you can compare uh, the projections to the lines from BetMGM, other sports books. And you can kind of see where the best value is based on the projection compared to the line uh, and the odds that you're getting on it, which, uh, you know, is is pretty cool. And there's, you know, you can bet on so many different things these days that there's a lot of cool stuff to bet on. And especially some of the more niche markets there, there can be some really big edge. So
1: what is a prediction that your model came up with that you're really proud of that maybe not everyone saw, but based on your model, it came home?
2: Uh, first one that comes to mind this year, uh, it, it, projects team stuff too. So at the start of the year, you know, it projects, uh, how many wins every team is going to get and the New York Mets, I think were, were listed. I think they opened at like 95 wins. I think by the time the season started, most books had them at like 93 or 92, uh, the bet did not like the Mets this year. It thought the best bet you could make on any win total prop this year was betting the under on the Mets. I think it had them projected at like 84 or 85 wins. And that's uh, that's turned out pretty well so far, which was which was nice because a lot of people at the time were like the Mets are so good. They won 100 games last year. They went out and spent all this money. Like, how could you hate the Mets? And uh, that that one uh, is looking pretty good right now. Yeah.
0: All right. So can we get a free sample? Uh, Do you have any bet predictions today (laughs) or season long projections that you would care to share with the class?
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah. So. uh, I think that angels are really interesting right now.
0: Um, they're going to need a
2: little bit of good luck because they're kind of in a hole at the moment and there's not a lot of games left, but they have the talent. And now they went out yesterday. They made a trade. They got Lucas Giolito. They got uh, Ronaldo Lopez. Uh, if they make a couple more moves, I think there's a chance they squeak into the wild card because this is a team that has that talent. Uh, losing Mike trout really hurt them, but this is still a team that projects well over the rest of the season. Uh, It's just a matter of whether there's enough time to pick up ground. But at the odds you can get them at right now, uh, especially to win the World Series or to make the playoffs, I think you're probably looking at some decent value, even if you're a bit of an underdog in each case. but, But the payout would be really nice when it happens.
1: So, Derek, you've also developed a system predicting football called the Blitz. So what goes into this? And is this new or is this something that's recent? Or did you develop this around the same time as the Bad X?
2: The bad X has been around now, probably close to 15 years. Oh wow! Uh, The blitz is maybe seven years old now. So, uh, uh, not as new, but, but not, um, you know, or not as old, but definitely not new. Okay. And it's very similar. You know, it accounts for, you know, aging effects, which is important in football. It accounts for multiple years of data. It accounts for variance and sample size, which obviously in football, we don't necessarily have as big of a sample size. So it, it has to do things to account for that. And then it accounts for, you know, the uniqueness of the game of football. You know, pace is not a thing in baseball, but pace is super important in football, and it's one of the biggest edges that we can get uh, in betting markets, at least if last year or the last year's is any indication. It accounts for, you know, down, distance, field position, uh, all that kind of stuff, home field advantage, weather, um, basically anything that uh, we can find that should have an impact on the game and how players perform and teams perform has to account for.
0: All right, so can we get another free sample? (laughs) So uh, looking at the football teams in the NFL, are there any other teams uh, that the model really likes this year?
2: So unfortunately, it's not up and running yet, probably sometime by the end of the week, so I don't have any free samples. (gasps) Darn, I'll have to go to
0: Costco (laughs) instead. Uh, When it comes to baseball, are there any factors that have been really hard to work into your algorithm? Like it feels like sports in general are so volatile. And I think over the long sample size, you can probably project, you know, a lot of things, but here and there, there are anomalies. Are there any that you have come across that have been especially hard to work into it?
2: Yeah, the big one that's hard or maybe impossible to work in is kind of like the, I guess injuries is the main one because guys can be playing through an injury and you don't really know. And so their their performance is going to be lower than what their normal baseline would be. And they're underperforming and underperforming. And it's really tough to tell if that's just small sample size variance. If something is actually wrong with them, uh, teams obviously are not open about when a player is playing through injury. And so it can be speculative and, uh, there's not much we can do about that. You know, even, you know, anyone betters, teams you know other teams in the league like nobody really knows this stuff so uh that's kind of the hardest part is that you may say okay well i know this guy is this good he just hasn't been that way for the last couple weeks like he's going to get back to it uh if something is really wrong with him then maybe he never does and that you know that can be frustrating
1: Derek, how have the new rules as far as the the pitch clock and the batter's clock how have that changed your model going into the season
2: yeah, going into this season, I spent a lot of time kind of researching that and trying mm-hmm. to uh, account for it in the model. And and the good part is that we had a lot of these rules kind of tested out in the minor leagues the last couple of years, so we could look at the minor leagues and say, okay, this is the effect that the pitch clock had. This is the effect that you know the the base has had, or whatever it may be, and uh, this is the the effect of the you know the the shift rules changing. And so we kind of knew coming into the year that stolen bases were gonna go way up because that's what we saw in the minor leagues. And so that's what, you know, I kind of projected coming into this year and that's what we've seen. Um, the shift, again, we were able to identify, you know, the types of players that maybe would be more affected or less affected. And and you try to account for it as best you can. And then as the season goes on, you get more data from this season and you just keep folding that into, you know, to form your best, you know, your best guess.
1: He is Derek Carty, developer of the Bat-X StatCast-based prediction model. Check him out on Roto Grinders. He's also appeared on ESPN and Fox Sports as well. Derek, very informative stuff. Thank you so much. and Keep up the great work.
0: For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.